T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise Tim Allen on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from San Francisco, and the results are good. The Brewers get a victory here in Game 3 to take the first three games of this four-game set, 5-2 the final. And welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's the Polish pipe bomb. My name is Tim Allen, and the Brewers getting it done here. Wow. All right, this this was uh, this was October at its best, is what this was, and then the Brewers take uh, take advantage uh, late in the ball game with some insurance. But wow, that's that's all I can say. And I'm trying to figure out what's most impressive about this team: the togetherness, the the offense being tough outs, and that's the thing. I think this offense, guys. The more we get uh, in, into this uh, final month of, of the season, and certainly the second half for sure, uh, the, the more this offense is becoming impressive in, in this regard, it's a little on the deep side despite the injury to Tyrone Taylor, despite the struggles of uh, JBJ. But you give these guys health and their tough outs up and down this lineup. I mean, even uh, Luis Urias, whether he's batting uh, sixth, seventh, wherever he is in the order, Rowdy Telez, just tough, tough outs. Now they can they can look bad, you know. At times, uh, like a lot of teams can, like in the first inning tonight, they, the first three hitters struck out in this ball game. But I mean, they they it really appears that that is becoming an asset for this team as well. Now I didn't know if if this offense was going to be way above average by the end of the year, but it looks like they're headed in that direction. It's just a team collective offense that is getting this thing done. And the pitching, what more can you say? I want to know uh, what's up with uh, Devin Williams. So we'll we'll hear from Craig Council tonight. Jake Cousins had to go in in a, uh, a big, big spot, guys. Huge spot, one-run game. He's got he's to try and hold serve there to get to Josh Hader. After a uh, short start from Brett Anderson, Craig Council doing everything he can to fill the void to get to the back end, get to what I thought was going to be Box Williams' hater, uh, 
but it turned out to be Box Cousins hater. And so Craig Council moving chess pieces all over the place. But I, so we'll hear from uh, Craig Council coming up in just a bit. And I'm, guys, they're 30 games over 500. September gets off to a good start. They have knocked the San Francisco Giants out of first place for the first time in 108 days. And you're seeing some frustration by the San Francisco Giants. And this is what we've been talking about. We, I say uh, collective Brewers fans here. This is what we're saying when we, when we talk about does it matter who they face down the line? It still is going to be like this. It doesn't matter who it is. Braves, doesn't matter who it is. The Reds, they take care of business against the Reds. It doesn't matter. Dodgers, Padres, Giants, their domination over the NL West is going to come in handy down the stretch here. House money now for sure in this series. They take the first three in San Francisco, a 5-2 final. Want to get your reaction here, 414-799-1250. We are live in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, uh, lakeland.edu. Some roster expansion as Justin Topa and Daniel Vogelback uh, were added to the roster. However, uh, Manny Pena goes on the IL. That's the latest. Luke Maley is is recalled uh, to step up to be the backup catcher. So there's some roster moves. You're up to date there. Justin Topa thrust into a huge situation today. Minimize the damage a little bit. I'm not so sure that I would have went with that. But again, all bets are off. Things get uh, out of out of kilter, off kilter a little bit when you have Brett Anderson go a, a two inning outing here. And so Craig Council just sort of put piecemeal in this thing together, trying trying to get, like I said, to the back end of the bullpen, and and it get they get it done. And they get it done to a 5-2 count. I asked this question about a month ago. And there were interesting answers to this. And we'll get to our game recap in just a bit because this one a little bit of a nail-biter uh, for, the, for the majority of, of the uh, game. But I asked this question like a month ago, and I'm still trying to, trying to figure out my own answer to the question, which is, you know, what is the single most impressive thing about this team because there's a lot to be impressed about and I know we we can we can talk in multiples you if you're 30 games over 500 there's a lot to be impressed about but it's you know one of them that's starting to creep into my mind is that they fight through whatever is in front of them now, now, Jeff, uh, Polish pipe bomb, Jeff Orlowski, you mentioned the word adversity off the air when we were talking before the show here. Yep. And, and that might be, that might be one of the most impressive things out of, out of all of this. I mean, look at the challenges, you know, you can call it adversity, you can call it challenges, whatever it might be, but you know, you look at everything they've gone through here through injuries through slumps, and we can't forget about that. Christian Yelich was AWOL for a good chunk of the season. Jackie Bradley Jr., to some degree, to a large degree, is still AWOL. The injuries continue to pile up. The IL is just, it's just stacked in there. 
but it's it's the fighting through adversity that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. If you printed out all the guys and the injuries that the Brewers had, all the trips to the IL, that sheet is, you know, almost as long as my rap sheet. So, you know, they've been doing this all season long. You get a two-inning start. You know, your guy takes a 103-mile-an-hour line drive off the pitching shoulder, you know, still muscles up to finish the inning, and then he's out. And it, it doesn't matter. You still find ways to win. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and you're seeing that frustration from the opposition here. And that's the thing. They're leaving a wake behind them to some of these teams. Cincinnati went through it. Yep. Cincinnati super frustrated after facing the Brewers. And you're seeing these teams just just shake their head. I mean, you saw the Cubs go through it. That that might have been their first victim here this season. You saw the San Diego Padres say, "What what the hell just hit us here?" <laughs> you saw the L.A. Dodgers through the first three games of that four game set earlier this season say, "Whoa, okay, maybe it's a clunker on our part. Let's let's reconvene and see what happens." Now you're seeing the San Francisco Giants do the same thing that that wake of frustration behind this team this is amazing i mean that's that's pretty impressive um you also have lorenzo kane and somebody mentioned lorenzo kane the other day on the show and you know you start looking into to you know where he's at in the lineup and and i think there had to be a conversation with uh craig council for Lorenzo Cain to be okay with the eight spot, and he is a really good eight hitter. It's in front of the pitcher. You got to be super smart in that position, but he is on fire right now. He is all over the place. So the timing of him and the investment of time that they made with him on the IL is starting to pay off now because he looks healthy. He looks like he's just going to get in the groove here the final month of the season. He's got five RBIs in the in the last, what, 24 hours, roughly, a little over 24 hours. Last two games, five knocked in, a couple of home runs, a couple of steals, some good defense, g- great base running. I mean, it's just, just been amazing. 414-799-1250. This guy can't be happy. He's a Giants fan. He also follows the Brewers. Roots, roots for the crew, too. Uh, he's listening on the Odyssey app out there in Anaheim, California. And as a Giants fan, I, you know, I feel for you. Well, sort of. I, but 108 days in first place, and, and it took the Brewers to knock your Giants off the pedestal. Bittersweet, man. Yeah, man. I mean, as of right now, I think uh, since we have one less loss, than the Dodgers. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. And I, hey, that's what I saw. That's what I saw the Sandys, man. That's what I saw the Sandys. Still hope. So, man, I, I was I wasn't gonna get mad. I wasn't gonna get mad because you Brewers, hey, you did it to them, man. But then the the damn Atlanta Braves couldn't couldn't hold their damn lead they had over the Dodgers. So the Dodgers yep. won. So it is upsetting. But Low Kane, man, as soon as he hit that home run, that was a nail in the coffin for me for this game. Uh, you should have saw it when I was looking at the, the live. Update as soon as that home run got hit, it left me. I was like, oh, yeah. What what is impressive uh, from from a distance there in California, Vincent? In all seriousness, what is impressive to you on this 2021 campaign for the crew? Uh, for the Brew Crew, um, basically doing all of this 
without their big, big, uh, big time player, Christian Yelich. You know, he's not. He only has like eight home runs. He's not. He's not superstar MVP Yelich. Mm-hmm. You paid him yeah. all that money. Jackie Bradley Jr. is a nobody. You know what I mean? Your pitching, we knew it was there since I followed the crew. But that's the most surprising thing to me. If you guys are getting it done and you're making all these moves, you got Willie Adamas. Like I said, when you got that move, Willie Adamas is a name for me. I know. I I heard of that player. I know of him. So he has potential. But and then seeing Stearns and the Brewers just make all these little moves, not satisfied, not seeing what's going to happen. So yeah, that's the most surprising for me is performing, not giving up, and not giving in, and just keep winning without that's your good. major yeah. star. People are hurt, and that that right there, that's that's how you that's how you can win. Now imagine if Yelich and Kane both heat up in the playoffs, oh. and with the the try the try young, come on. I, I hear you. Not giving you know, in, not giving up. I kind of like period, that, Not Vincent. giving up. That's I think cool. the Giants going to win tomorrow. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you tomorrow. You give me that win, man. Give me that win, Tim. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow, man. All right. All right. right take, take it easy. Take it easy. All right. 799-1250. No, it's, it, it, he's, he's been calling us for a few years now. And he does follow the crew from a distance. He's a Giants fan, but that's his second team, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. Always smiling, got a smile on his face. But this one has to hurt a little bit to to the San Francisco Giants. Is it house money? Um, you you never go into a game saying, ah, you know, we can give this one up, and it's not that big a deal. I don't know. This may propel this team to go ahead and just slam the door here. You're this close to the four-game sweep in a gauntlet-type series, a high-end series. It really is. When you measure it up in the National League, well, in all of Major League Baseball, it's two of the best teams in the game going at it. Now, is it, you know, are they in the same division? No. But it is seeding-type material. I think it is side-by-side comparison-type material. I think it's great theater. These are two of the heavyweights going at it, and the Brewers coming out on top. Not giving in, not giving up. I love that. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket, too. What is impressive to you? Because there's a lot to be impressed about. Uh, let's go to River West at 799-1250 to Nick. Nick, you're on the fan. Excellent. Timmy, Timmy Betts. What's, that, what's happening? Oh, I mean, we, we all forget about the – Beautiful stats. Was it if Valley Sports is accurate in their gambling odds and odd statistics? Five and a half, what was it, five point six runs a game since the middle of June as the Brewers offense? That's crazy. Uh we all love the I came up with the stat you know, the the trifecta of the Cy Young people the, we love. And yep, the we'll try young. The, they, they will run us through the World Series, of course. But if we have the <laughs> if we have the best offense in baseball for pass eight, it, bro. Eight, eight <laughs> weeks, eight weeks is not a <laughs> glimmer. Eight weeks is not a glimmer. It is what you are doing. What are that's you doing t- right now, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the toughest. That that's the toughest uh, part of this lineup. M- most would say would be that ah those uh, first, second, third, fourth guys. Uh, most lineups. 
these guys, you've got Omar Narvaez and Rowdy Telez in the 5-6 hole. You've got Lorenzo Cain in the 8 spot. You've got uh, Louis uh, Urias uh, there at 7. You've got did Eduardo you, Escobar at Jack, 5 or 6. Did you see how jacked up Vogelback was at the plate? Yeah. Oh, baby, when he comes <laughs> later in the hey. Later in the season, guys? Oh, I... Uh, what are you doing, Nick? <laughs> Nick, what are you doing tonight? I, I'm sitting around. Got home. Tipping so, a few? Well, you know, both ways, you know. Go. River, it's River West USA, baby. You're hitting that devil's lettuce? <laughs> well, yeah. They, well, I, had, I had two wraps for lunch and dinner. <laughs> okay. All right, Nick. Th- thanks a lot. Yes, he, he, the offense is impressive, and I think it's not just the numbers. It's although you know you got to score runs, you got to score runs to win. I think it really is the 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 concept of how how tough an out it is. You know, you you could normally pick uh, three batters, and 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 a, a TV broadcast or radio broadcast would say we got uh, players A, B, and C coming up in the next half. And and a lot of teams you would say, well, okay. You know, it's the weaker part of their order. Is there a weak part of this order? <clears throat> they're not, you know, they're they're not the best offense statistically, at least not yet. Get Escobar back in here. Yep. I still maintain that we have not seen Eduardo Escobar get on a roll of power and of taking over a series like Lorenzo Cain has like Willie Adamas has, like Colton Wong has, like Avi Garcia has, like Omar Narvaez has, and like Luis Urias has. Rowdy Telez has had his moments. We have yet to see that from Eduardo Escobar, which is going to make this offense even better. Jace, what, do you, what more can you say about Jace, Jace Peterson? I mean, wow. <laughs> this dude... All he does I, is get on base. You had a big ribby tonight, so you know the guy's phenomenal. That's 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 all he does. Yeah, it's it's almost like Chris Carter. All he does is catch touchdowns. You know that's that's the famous saying. But this dude does get on base. He ended up two for five. Didn't start out real well. A huge hit to untie this game. Yep, and put the Brewers in a position to win the game. It's it was it's Chase Peterson. It wasn't Christian Yelich. Wasn't Willie Adamas? Wasn't any of these guys? Jace Peterson. He's a huge part of this, big big time. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. What is also most impressive, and and I think we've come to know this know this over the years under Craig Council, and that is the team unity. It's just we almost just we forget about it, but it is tangible. It's there. It's palpable. You can see it. You can feel it. It works. We're so used to it that it's it's oftentimes that when we look at what's impressive about this particular team, we forget about it, the, that chemistry part of it. That's, that's, that's interesting. Well, and Tim, you know, we talked about Lorenzo Cain and his leadership last night. Again, you talked about what a great number eight hitter he has been. Now, he is the type of guy that will drop down to number eight and help the team where you wouldn't be able to get Christian Yelich to drop to eight. 
there now, are some players that wouldn't do it. You're right. Now, if you flip them in tonight's game, you know, with uh, recent success and p- recent power, with the bases loaded and you had Yelich who, you know, hit, hit what he, he grounded out, Yep. Uh, you, you would much rather have Lorenzo Kane in that situation to drive in a bunch of runs, but... You know, like I said, Yelich wouldn't have dropped to eight where Lorenzo Cain is, you know, he's not selfish, you know, for the team. Anything you want, I will help you win. Yeah, and they did just that tonight. 5-2, the final first three games go to the Brewers. Uh, don't look now. Now a four-game winning streak, 30 games over 500, 82. See, years ago, this is what I, I was saying either last night or the night before. It's all going so fast. It, it is. Uh, this is lightning quick. We're here in September. I mean, it, it, it is in years past, we would have said 82 is that benchmark. Like, wow, they had a winning season. Look at this. It's it's a, it's all house money after this. They may get up to 85 wins this year. And here it is, September 26th. And they've got four games left and they could win. You know, if they win all four, they get to 86 victory. We don't even bat an eye anymore when it comes to 81-82. It's just whatever, little blip. Just no one even no one even refers to it. I, the only reason I point this out is because of the uh, I don't know, the the ineptitude of <laughs> of being in that situation many many years ago to where you you had to take these little victories no longer is an 82 win or 83 or 84 win season, um, something to celebrate. It's just something we expect. All right, where do you want to go here, Jeff? Uh, let's go out to Eric in Milwaukee. What's up, E? Eric, Eric you there? What's go up, ahead. guys? What's happening? Just curious for you. You know, well, it's a pleasure to hear from uh, Pipe Bomb and you, Mr. Uh, El Franchise. <laughs> yeah, th- th- thank you, Eric. No problem. Quick question for you. So who you got out of the, these four? JBJ, Taylor, Peterson, three of them. I'm sorry, more than uh, four there. <laughs> so JBJ, Tyrone Taylor, Jace Peterson. Who else you got? I'm that- sorry, just three instead okay. of four. And I got to pick how many? Uh, one out of those three. Oh, for sure, Jace. Yeah, for sure, Jace. He's too versatile. He's too on-base, Jace. He's he's just on a roll. I know Tyrone Taylor was getting on a roll there a little bit. I know JBJ has the pedigree of success in the postseason, in pennant races. But I will I will take Jace Peterson all day long. This He has proven it to me. Whereas I threw him in the category of Daniel Robertson earlier in the season. I threw him in the category of Tim Lopes early in the season. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, don't feel bad, Timmy. I thought uh, JBJ was going to be great for this team, and he has done absolutely nothing. Not much. Eric, what are you doing? What are you doing up so late? Actually, just uh, got back from the uh, concert, the Green Day one there. You Oh, you went to see Green Day? Yeah. Nice. 1996. And All over again. Of, and there was a lot of green, 
today, if you know what I mean. Ah, it's, it's one of those nights. Okay. But you guys take care. You right, too, bro. We're two for four now. We're two, we're two for four on the greens. And we still got Big Ron on hold, too. <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a nice pinch hitter just laying around in the on-deck circle right now. Let's go to Roger. I, I don't know if Roger is in that category, but Roger, you're up late also. You're on the fan. What's happening? Yeah, well, I'm way behind (laughs) these guys tonight. (laughs) Okay, yeah, me too. Uh, Yeah, you know, uh, it's funny because uh, the last couple nights uh, I've been, I was on my first win, but tonight, uh, after the show, does George Webb, are they still open 24 hours? I just yeah. gotta go out or something. I'm yeah, because we're up. all jazzed up about this, and that's the thing, Roger. That's what, what? that's the thing about it. It's it's almost like you don't get tired. You don't care when the game is. You don't. You just want to watch it. Yeah, I know work it and life gets in the way here, but this is this is turning into a special run here. Well, yeah, and off of that, you know, um, I'm actually. Um, because of our position, and let's face it, you know, um, we're, we're getting to the playoffs. We're going to win the division. I'm kind of cranked up to watch the uh, San Francisco L.A. series um, because, number one, we'll get an idea who we'll be potentially facing. And yep, uh, yep. If, if anyone doubted how important this game was, I kind of switched over to the L.A. game, and they were fixated on it. I mean, they mentioned it numerous times. So um, that kind of even got my blood flowing a little bit more listening to the other game and hearing how important it is uh, to those two clubs. But uh, in terms of your question, I'm going to answer it this way. What's exceptional is just how damn good this club is. I don't want to say scrappy or any of those other mm-hmm. terms because I just want to focus on the quality of individual ball player because being a small market team, sometimes um, we don't just get the credit for the talent. So I'm, I just want to say, uh, to me, uh, that's what's exceptional. Yeah, damn that, good. It is a, no doubt. It's, it's a great point. All right, Roger, thanks for the call. It really is. We don't have to put those terms on it. Remember years ago, like, oh, that's this young, young crew. Um, you know, they're playing well. And never say die. Yeah, comeback crew. All of those things. Those those scrappy boy. They battle. Boy, they battle. And some of these will apply. But I think at the top of that food chain right there is what Roger just said. They're just good. Yeah. And it's about time they get recognized as good. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It, it really is. It is. And leave it to the sober guy to sit there and, uh, you know, really uh, put a good point on it tonight. But, uh, you know, he's he's 100% right. This team is phenomenal. And it, it, uh, they're it playing awesome baseball. And, it, and it's a force to be reckoned with. There's no question about that. I think everyone in the industry knows it. It's not just, you know, the, the optimistic cheerleading Brewers fans. And, I, I, you know, I fall into that category, too. You know, they could, they, they, could, they could be the Baltimore Orioles right now. And I said, 
I would think, hey, if if they could just get on like a winning streak here and, <laughs> and win like eight or nine in a row, I mean, they could turn the season around. Okay, that I mean, even from top to bottom, those people that are just cheerleaders, this is casual fans, and, and I mean that with all respect, uh, all the way to the uh, really cerebral, analytical, knowledgeable Brewers fans and everyone in between. I think we're all becoming to know now through five months that they're a force. They really are. They're just good. They're a good quality team because a, a number of, of factors play into that, and that is a, a really a good offense. And that's a great pitching staff starting rotation. And it's a great bullpen, and it's great uh, roster uh, manipulation, and I mean that in a, a positive way. It's, it's great coaching, managing, defense, base running, intelligence. All of these things comprise a strong quality team. They're just damn good. They really are. And, and it's okay to admit it. That's not being cocky. That's not trying to jinx anything. That's not uh, the cheerleader. That's, that's just fact. It is. And I think everyone's becoming to notice that. Are there going to be some losses here? It could have been one tonight. For, for a good chunk of this game, I thought they'd lose this game. Because you could feel it kind of move in the other direction. Not the case. You know, I've been proven wrong, too, time and time again this year. 414-799-1250. Big Ron. What's what's happening? Tim and Pipe Bomb, it's 2 a.m. here in the East Coast, and I'm just too excited to go to bed, man. No doubt. It's just too many things to feel good about, you know. 30 games over. I mean, I think we only have to go – the Brewers only have to go 15 and 13 the rest of the way out to record their best regular season record in history. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we're just – we're witnessing history here. This is the – we're on pace to be the best, at least regular season team in Brewers history, and with a lot of potential for the playoffs. But what I, what I, what I think is the most impressive, you know, obviously the, the pitching's been extremely impressive, but what, what I really think has been the most impressive thing about the season is just what you were saying—the roster manipulation by David Stearns, bringing in Adamas and yep. Rowdy and Escobar. And that just really turned the season around. You know, when I made when I made my infamous drunken call back in April, I, I was complaining about um, about Andy Haynes and wanting to fire Andy Haynes. And mm-hmm. you actually, Tim, I give you credit. You disagreed with me, and you're like, you know, it's just the roster. You know, we just don't have the hitters right now. But but he, he Stearns turned over the roster, and it you know it, it just really shows that it's more personnel than the hitting coach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it it is. Uh... You know, and, and it, I think what it does when the front office makes those types of moves, and even the moves to pick up the relievers, Daniel Norris, John Curtis, who is now you know, lost for the season, um, it, it tells the, the, the field staff, number one, that we got you. We're going to get you more weaponry. But it also uh, solidifies to the players that, hey, man, we're going to bolster this thing. We're not going to have you run on fumes here if we get bit by COVID or if we get bit by the IL with some obliques and some hammies and some quads and some shoulders and some elbows and all this other fatigue that's been just 
pounding these guys relentlessly all season long. But I think it sends that message. The front office has certainly done its part by picking up physically these players, but that mental side to tell these players that, hey, man, we got you. That's it's pretty impressive, too. Yeah, I mean, didn't we find um, – wasn't Cousins pitching like an independent ball a couple years ago? Yep, yep, right down in Chicago, uh, right down in Pipe Bomb's original neck of the woods there. And I don't know if it was shot. I think two different teams over the years. I want to say somewhere down in the Joliet area and then somewhere in Schaumburg as well. Yeah, and, you know, with Council's record in September, I mean, welcome to Craig Timber, boys. And yep. with, his re- with his record in September, I have nothing but optimism the rest of the way. I do not anticipate a collapse. You know, well, and, at 30 uh, games over 500, how could you? I know. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you could still slide a little bit and kind of back sure. into the postseason, but I just don't see that happening. Yep, I don't either. And, and great point. We're witnessing history here. All right, Big Ron, thanks, dude. Thanks. All thanks right, a lot. Yeah, I, for, I forgot uh, about that <laughs> infamous <laughs> drunk call. Yeah, when Mrs. Big Ron got on the phone. That was awesome. <laughs> That was awesome. So was this game. The outcome for sure, 5-2 final. Brewers take the first three of this big four-game set. And what have we learned from it? I uh, think about that during the break. And and you guys on hold, we'll get you in for sure. 414-799-1250. Have you learned anything from it? I don't mean that to chastise you. I'm asking myself that same question too. Let's see, what have I learned from this? They take the first three. All right, we'll come back, talk about that. Craig Council on the way. 414-799-1250. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. 5-2 final Brewers win again. We'll be right back. 1250 AM, The Fan. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. On The Fan. Call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. Welcome back. Brewers get another victory. They take the first three of this four-game set, a four-game winning streak, 10.5 up in the NL Central, 28 to play, 30 over 500, and we're just having a blast here down the stretch. But I will say it's just going so damn quick. Can we, can we I know. There's not enough down? games left. I'm with wow. you. 28 left to play here in the 2021 championship season. And I'm just trying to soak in every uh, every second of it because there is history in the making here. Regular season history, that's for sure, as uh, I think Ron mentioned that. Um, what is most impressive? I think what's sort of impressive to me here tonight, late night, early morning, however you want to look at it is, does everyone just stay up all night and just smoke? Or what? how, how does yeah. that work? Yeah, well, what else are you going to do? <laughs> Okay, 414-799-1250. Patrick, you're next on the fan. What's up, Pat? Yeah, yeah, I'm not on the green stuff, guys. Okay, there you go. (laughs) I am up late. Yeah, a couple things. Like, yeah, I just, one thing I've learned is that I don't don't care what time I got to get up for work in the morning. I'm staying up late to, to watch the game and to listen to you guys. 
And then uh, how about yeah, Lorenzo Kane again has come through. I'm just so happy for that guy, and uh, he's just been clutch lately. Um, big hits. I think he put that game, that was put it over the top with the home run there in the ninth inning. Yeah. And I, I think um, you know Bartman in the morning. He's been saying like he doesn't want to be the number one seed, but I think what I've learned or whatever is like let's let's get it. I think now I'm getting greedy. Like tomorrow's game is gonna is a difference. If you can pull up tomorrow's game, now you're just one back of the Giants and two back of the Dodgers rather mm-hmm. than being three back of the Giants if we lose. So now I'm getting greedy and I want that game, you know, in uh, 14 hours from now. Oh, no, no doubt about it. All right. Thanks for the call. It's time to shift gears in, in a manner of speaking mentally that the best record overall in the national league is clearly not out of reach for this baseball team this year. I mean, that's, you, you can't, you have to look at it that way that they have a legit shot, as good a shot as anyone else, Dodgers, Giants, whoever whoever it is, to have the best record in the NL. Well, the question should be is, you know, are the Brewers the favorite to make the World Series out of the National League? Uh, And that's the thing. And they may end up being that by the end of this thing because it is starting to snowball here. I get the Dodgers are tough. I get I, I get that. But so are the Brewers. And yeah. it's 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 really about time that everyone kind of views them that way because I think there's enough to go on. We discussed a little more in depth about that last night, that there are there are a lot of reasons to uh elevate expectations a, a ton. And they're legitimate. They're like I said, it's not just you know, we want them to do well, and boy, those those guys are scrappy, like Roger said. They're scrappy, and they they can fight you. And no, it this is kind of a force. They're very powerful. They're a quality team. They really are a quality team. Yeah, you know, one 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 of, if not the best in the National League. You know, do the Dodgers have great players? Absolutely. Sure. Do the Giants have great players? Absolutely. Do the Brewers have great players? You better damn well believe it. And, and see, it's that simple. And I'm not saying one, uh, when you look at it on paper, is, is better than the other one. It's just they're, they're all quality teams. So that being said, you know, who kind of gets hot toward the end? And there's, there's a lot to discuss as we approach that uh, in, the, in the ensuing couple of weeks here. 414-799-1250. Let's get Steve in here. Uh, Steve, you're next here on The Fan. Hey, Tim. Yeah, I, you know, one of the things that really surprised me about this particular team in 2021 is is just how consistent and, and cohesive they are at, at this point of the season. You know, you, you know, they were playing baseball in, in, you know, late April and May, and people were, were calling for Andy Haynes' head. Mm-hmm. And they've just, I mean, Stearns has put together his, you know, his magic trick thing that he always does in the background and, and – and he gets these guys that just gets the job done. Uh, and, and this season, it's really paying dividends, and we're we're seeing it right now, coming right into you know, you know, into early September. And you know, if you get guys like Yelich going again, you know, they're they're going to be they're going to be headed you know, blast off into October. 
Oh, for sure. It's it's looking like a deep run. For sure it is. If if nothing else, this is a blast that there is a, a large degree of credibility that is now being heaped upon this baseball team, finally. You know, finally. And, and to me, I don't know why I get fixated on that part of it. I, I just want these guys to be looked at as not the little brother in the division or not the little brother in the National League or not the upstart brewers. See, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of that. Aren't we all tired of that as, as Brewers fans? Uh, the upstart guys. Well, they're putting together, you know, things are falling right for them, but then they got to face the empire out there in L.A. Or they've got to face the empire down in Atlanta or in San Diego or in San Francisco. That's not the case now. It's really not the case. I, you know, I, thanks, thanks for the call, Steve. I, I, uh, I take some pleasure in that. I really do. Um, and not that I have really a, a ton of vested interest in this team. You know, I, I'm, I, I don't, you know, you damn right. You got a vested well, interest in this team. <laughs> I guess I do. I make my living doing it, but I mean, it's, it's, I'm sort of proud of it that, you know, the last three years they make the playoffs and, and you can tell that that, that bar is being set here. And that part of it is, is really a kick for me that we're just not used to that. We're used to the pop-up year, 2008, right? They started building back in, you know, 2005 or six through the draft and uh, maybe even a couple of years early in that with Weeks and Fielder and all these guys. And, and, you know, at that point you could say, well, the cardiac crew or the upstart brewers, the scrappers, all, all this, and as it built up to maybe a, a further expectations in 2007, and then they broke the seal in 2008, and even then it was like they, they had to fire their manager to do that, to crack that seal. And that was Ned Yost. They fired him with, you know, whatever it was, 15, 16 games left in the season. And then what happened? They went away for two years. And then a little upstart, 2011. That was a great team. It really was. That was a 30-game over 500 team. And then what happens? Then they go away for a while. See, now there's more legitimacy to the system, and it's a, it's a complete, uh, you know, really it, the, the, the plan for Stearns was to rebuild it and compete at the same time. And that combination has gotten to where they're at now. That's, this is cool. It's it's really cool. I I take a lot of pleasure in that. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Jeff, you want to get one more in here? Yeah, yeah. Let's get in, Rob. Rob, you're on with Tim. Hey, Timmy. Good evening. What's happening? Uh, this Giants series uh, was was a huge statement series, and uh, like you alluded to, this history is going is going to be made in some fashion. But a couple of questions for you. We might be a little bit premature, but uh, manager of the year. Something to look at. I I would think. Yep, I would think. And you brought up Stearns, and that piggybacks into my next question. I mean, who, in your professional opinion, do you feel is more responsible for the success this year, Antonazio, Stearns, or Council? Yeah, see, now, that's a a little wrinkle. That's a great question. We asked this question a, a month or two ago, or maybe okay. a month ago or so. Thanks, yeah. thanks for the call. That that's a great question. I didn't include Adonacio into it 
Do you remember that show, Pipe Bomb? We said, who's who's gets more credit, Stearns or Council? It may have been one of the daytime shows that I was filling in on or something. I heard it. I remember it. Yeah. 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 And it was, uh, you know, Stearns or, or Council. And I still say that Council is going to be a great manager. He's not a great manager right now. That's just my opinion. He's a very good manager. But what... What makes him great is ultimately going to be winning the World Series. What makes him very good now and what's ultimately going to make him great is that whatever he has, he makes better throughout a baseball season. That, to me, is the the best attribute of a big league manager outside of winning the World Series is whatever you have. It doesn't matter. Whether it was, you know, uh, uh, a Jace Peterson or Jake Cousins. The longer you have them, the more you put them in positions to succeed. And I know that sounds cliche, and we've been hearing that from Craig Council forever. Yeah, you know, we're putting these guys in positions to succeed. But it's so true. He's super good at it. He's super good. So I, I'm going to say it counts for grabbing what he's got and doing this with them. Now, the, the other side of that obviously is, well, I mean, he's been given some talent here. <laughs> Let's face it, he has. And, and executive of the year, just to finish up here, uh, Stearns, I think that, Jeff, the Adamas trade, I think, landed him that award. Yeah, and, you know, it might also, if uh, Escobar, you know, when he comes back, if he starts tearing the, tearing the cover yeah. off the ball and stuff, too, will only help him out. Uh, but... I'm, I want to give a shout out to Matt Arnold. Uh, everybody forgets that he's the general manager. That's true. <laughs> that guy, what a great job. That's true. You know, the only thing, he doesn't get any kind of credit, but he doesn't get any kind of blame. So, you know, it, it doesn't matter what he does. And Adonacio gets a gold star for staying out of the way and not screwing things up. Got that right. All right. Let's get into our game recap here as the Brewers take care of the Giants. The first three games of this four-game set goes to the crew. Wow. Uh, the Brewers go in order all via the strikeout in that first inning. Peterson, Adamas, Yelich. Oh, by the way, Colton Wong had the day off. Hmm. Yeah, who I called wonder, that? I yeah, think uh, I think we did last night. Yeah, I wonder who was talking about. Just say yeah, Colton just needs to sit down, take a little break. You don't want to get him on a, on a bad roll here. Uh, Brett Anderson, uh Gets into some trouble in the bottom of the first uh, leadoff base hit. Um, then he gets a uh, an out, then a walk to belt. And, boy, they slowed belts roll down here tonight. That was cool. Two on, one out. Hey, ground ball specialist is Brett Anderson, and he got one. And they turn a double play into the second inning. Brewers in business at the pay window leadoff base hit by Avi Garcia Omar then on the first pitch with a base hit Luis Urias an eight pitch walk for him that was a big at bat nobody out it brought up Rowdy Telez hits a little liner and it's caught a little bad luck there that's one out and that brought up Lorenzo Kane. they are loaded up with one out and Kane lines one to right a base hit over to cut it off, Bryant. One run is in Garcia. Here comes Narvaez. He'll score. 
And it's two to nothing Brewers on a Lorenzo Kane single. And he is on a roll. Two zip and the Brewers play from the lead in all three of these games. Anderson uh, uh, at, with him at the plate, a comebacker. They throw Louie out at the plate for the second out. Uh, two on, two out, two in at that point for Jace Peterson. And Jace lines out to end the frame. Two zip on three hits and a walk off Gosman. And that was huge. They made him throw a bunch of pitches. He couldn't go deep. The bullpen is in a little bit of a heavy workload for the San Francisco Giants as well. So that second inning did more than just score two runs and give the crew the lead. Red Anderson into and out of trouble, into and out of the game. Well, I'll explain. Bottom of the second, leadoff base hit again for the Giants. And then uh, Crawford does this off Brett Anderson. Here's Brandon Crawford. Oh, and hits Anderson. Ricochets out into left field. Yelich will hustle it in. Boy, Anderson turned quickly. That hit him right on the left shoulder, it looked like. Man, that was scary. That was right wow. at his head. Scott Berenger, athletic trainer, is out. Oh, he was staring right down the barrel right there yeah. on his throwing shoulder. That was yeah, coming off the bat at 100 miles an hour. And I don't know. I can't see. I can't see him continuing here. I'm sure he's going to try to toss a few. But and you know Anderson's frustrated. He's had to leave a number of games due to injury this year. Does not want to exit this one. Can see the concern in his face. Yeah, well, the highlights on Bally Sports Wisconsin. So, f- first and second, with nobody out, and the Giants trying to answer back here. He stays in the game. And this again for for a team that has the unity that uh, that they do. This has earned him some some extra credit, some extra cred in the clubhouse for sure. He stays in the game. Uh, he gets a line out to, uh, to Avi Garcia, nice running play by Avi. Then he gets a fly out to left to Yelly, then a strikeout to muscle his way through that, then leaves the game to a shoulder contusion. I thought that was a pivotal moment in this game. And that told me right there that, you know what? I don't think this is a giants runaway. I think maybe the giants might eke it out or something like that, but and that was huge in this game. That was that's just again another storyline right there. Just the warrior that Brett Anderson uh, was tonight. Brewers empty in the third. A couple of strikeouts wrapped around a Yelich base hit. Eleven game hitting streak uh, for Yelly, and uh, the Brewers off the board. So they stay up two zip. Uh, Anderson, uh, as I said, left. Uh, Hunter Strickland on and Strickland. What more can you say? We, we're kind of hyper-focused on Devin Williams and Josh Hader and Brad Boxberger needs some love. But how about Hunter Strickland? Usually the first called uh, out of the pen here. When Council needs to uh, you know, settle a game down a little bit, Hunter Strickland has been that calming kind of force. Uh, he does give up a double to Chris Bryant, then a Brandon Belt 10-pitch at bat right there, ends up with a ground out. Sit down, Brandon Belt. Uh, it was sharply hit, by the way. 
uh, fly out by Posey to zip into the fourth inning. Little resistance for either side offensively in the fourth inning. Both teams, one, two, three. Hunter Strickland in an eight-pitch bottom of the fourth inning. In the fifth inning, uh, leadoff man on for the Brewers, uh, Lorenzo Cain reaches on air, one of three for the Giants. Uh, Vogelback off the bench strikes out. Low does steal a base. Adamas hit a bullet liner for the final out of that inning. Um, and just there were some hard outs. I mean, the Brewers could have a lot more runs in so far in these three games, but uh, Strickland did his job with two scoreless. Anderson muscles his way through the injury. Justin Topa into some trouble. Again, Strickland two innings. So this, I thought, was the tipping point in this game. You want to bridge that gap. Bridge the gap to box williams Hater. What we thought was going to be box williams Hater. As it turned out, that wasn't really in the cards for Devin Williams tonight. After a strikeout, Topa, a double uh, given up to Dickerson. Then he gets a ground out for the second out. He's got a chance to get out of this. Nope, Chris Bryant doesn't let Topa off the hook. RBI double to make it 2-1 to one at that time. That brought up Brandon Belt. They pitch around him, end up uh, intentionally walking him to face Buster Posey. Two on two out, one in. Topa, come on, get out of this thing. Posey has had a horrible series and a horrible swing. I'll give Topa that, that that was a good pitch, but others were kind of crediting Topa with some good pitching in that inning. I I don't agree with that. Uh, but he was 0 for 10 with five strikeouts. He gets lucky, soft contact off the cap of the bat for an RBI base hit, and that tied the game. Topa did get uh, get his way out of that uh, frame. But 2-2 into the sixth inning, now um, I didn't feel as good. And and that's when I was texting you, Pipe Bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yelich, elite. Now I had to try walking. to talk you off the ledge there, Timmy. You did. Yeah, you did. Give you full credit. Um, leadoff walk by Yelich in that sixth inning. He is uh, quickly erased on a double play. Uh, Brewers empty, stays 2-2. Daniel Norris for the bottom of the sixth inning. Come on, Norris. Walks get you in trouble. One-out walk. Whoops. But a strikeout get the, gets the second out. Uh, the runner did steal second. Yastrzemski then uh he, he falls, Yastrzemski, from his perspective. He's down 0-2. Works it back to 2-2, and then Topa, I'm sorry, Norris strikes him out right there. That's a big out for Daniel Norris to maintain the 2-2 t- uh, tie late in the game. Brewers, without any credible threat since the second inning in this ball ballgame, uh, two-out walk by Locaine in the seventh inning, but nothing after that. JBJ was put into pinch hit. Immediately down 0-2, works it back even at 2-2, gets it in play for an infield single, and an error sends Lorenzo Kane over to third. There you go, Jackie Bradley Jr., find a way to help this team win ball games, and I think he did that because uh, Kapler goes to his bullpen, Jace on base Jace Peterson to face the F- Alvarez and uh, on base, Jace, he was 0 for 3 to that point, but he comes through tonight. And Peterson in the left field, a base hit. The Brewers will take the lead as Kane scores. 
And Jace Peterson continues to impress. Big hit, two out, two strike, RBI single, and it's three to two Milwaukee. Wow, that's a huge, huge hit by on-base Jace right there to untie it. Yelly later on in the inning rolled over on a ground ball. Uh, with the bases loaded, Brewers get that big run in the seventh inning into the bottom of the seventh inning. Brad Boxberger in, two-out base hit. By Boxberger gets it done, by the way. Louie uh, in the eighth, a two-out base hit. Uh, nothing for the Brewers. 3-2. Jake Cousins in for the bottom of the eighth. Another tipping point in this baseball game. Cousins in the game and in trouble. Last night he threw 30 pitches. Got away unscathed. Is it going to happen again? A double, a Crawford walk. After he gets the first man out, then he strikes out Slater for the second out. A chance to get out of this. On his 30th pitch of the outing tonight, of the inning, uh, gets a ground ball out to get out of it and <laughs> maintain the Brewers' 3-2 lead into the ninth. Insurance time. They take that momentum into the ninth. Having a great series is Lorenzo Kane. And the Brewers have a chance to pin that on him. That ball's hit hard in the left center. And that's going to get up yes. and get out. Or is it? Ruff plays it. Umpire says safe as if the ball's in play, and I think for now it's going to go as a double. Second base umpire, Stu Shearwater, was the one with the call. This is certainly reviewable. Let's see where this hits. Oh, man. Oh, and it hits the fan. It does. I think it hit the fan's hand. Well, that's got to be a homer. You could argue that if it doesn't hit the fan's hand, it continues out of the ballpark. It hit that corner right there. They will take a look. Crew Chief Ted Barrett, as they look at this in Chelsea, New York, play is under review. And here's the call home run. Lorenzo Kane will circle him. So the Brewers challenge it, and Lorenzo Kane gets to continue his home run trot. And it's 4 to 2, Milwaukee. Shades of 1982 right there with Ben Ogilvy fighting with a fan in the World Series. <laughs> but Lorenzo Kane. Gives the Brewers that insurance. A 4-2 lead. Colton Wong, pinch hitting, reaches on air. That turns out to be big. Jace Peterson with a base hit. And more insurance will take it off the bat of Willie Adamas. Adamas hits one hard into left field. Rough over to pick it up. One run is in Wong. And Willie Adamas with a double. Boy, they are really hitting the ball hard here. Long scores from second, Peterson to third. We have 5-2 the final as uh, Josh Hader comes in and strikes out the side. He did walk a man in that ninth inning. Brewers take the first three of this series, a four-game winning streak, 30 games over 500 with an 82-52 and 52 mark, 10.5 up in the central, 28 games remaining here in the 21 championship season. Okay, sit back, relax. We're going to hear from Craig Council up next. He's got comments on Devin Williams. We'll also hear from Lorenzo Kane, And uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us. It, it doesn't matter what time it is when the Brewers are on this type of roll. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. 
What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Greg, uh, how impressive was it to piece together that bullpen game after Beck? I heard a lot of guys came through for you. Yeah, no, we really did. I mean, I think, um, you know, we're in game like nine, I think, of this stretch of, of 16 in a row. And so when you get in a situation with what happened to Brett tonight, it's, um, you know, it, it has to go kind of perfect and, and right. And a, a bunch of guys did a great job, you know, starting with Hunter Strickland, who's, you know, continues to just be, you know, kind of an unsung hero in, in, in the innings that he's pitching for us and what he's done. So he did a great job getting through two innings. And and then we, you know, guys just did their job. Danny Norris did a nice job. Um, you know, Jake Cousins threw a bunch of pitches last night and had to throw a bunch of pitches again because they had a couple of tough at-bats against him, but, but did a heck of a job. Craig, how scary was that moment? And were you surprised he was able to finish that inning? Well, I, th I thought that, you know, he, if there was, you know, the right after it happened was the best chance for him to probably keep going. Um, and then once, once uh, he sat down, there was going to be no way he was going to probably be able to go back out there. Um, and that, that was kind of the case. Uh, you know, I think he, he kind of knew it. And so he's just really sore right now. Um, but I, but it was, you know, in the muscle. So it's, just, just sore, really, really sore. Craig, I think you've said before that when something like that happens, it's that it's that first guy, right? It's Hunter that yeah. kind of sets the tone for the rest of the game. I mean, how much was that true again tonight to get two innings, two clean innings from him? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think without that, um, you know, the game looks a lot different for just from my end of planning it. So it's. Um, you know, that we put the guy out there, we thought we could give us two innings. Um, and when he delivers it, you know, there's, there's a path through the game that, that looks pretty good for us. So um, he, he did a nice job. He did a great job. You know, when you're going through the whole lineup, it's, it's not really a matchup with two innings, not really matchups. You just, you got to get the guys out in front of you and he, and he did a heck of a job with it. Hey, Craig, was uh, after he got up in the ninth inning, I said, was Devin unavailable tonight? Yeah, yeah, he was. That was that's three days in a row. And so, unfortunately, you know, you know, that that's why every little thing in the game matters. You know, it's not, not you know, the win's the win, but everything, you know, the, the base hit with uh, that Wade guy, we had to get Devin ready for that for in case something happened. And that was three days in a row getting Devin hot. And we're not going to go, we're not going to do that. And, and push guys at this point with what's going on. Craig, that said, do you think the last two days are sort of a step for Cousins? Well, I, I think, I, I don't, I mean, Jake has pitched well, like extremely well. So, but I think putting him in these situations in this atmosphere um, has been really good for him. I thought last night was a great learning experience for him. And I thought tonight, 
you know, he, he made a bunch of really good pitches tonight. Um, he, uh, Estrada gave him a really tough at bat, a great at bat, frankly. Um, and, um, but he kept making pitches. And so I thought he, you know, I thought that the job is to just keep making pitches. Um, good hitters are going to spoil pitches, spoil good pitches. And the job is to kind of just keep, keep making your pitch. And I thought that's what he did tonight. Greg, one thing we've seen a lot in recent games is what a difference Lorenzo can make when he contributes on offense. You know, you missed him for so long this year. It's really, it's really helped your offense for him to come back and contribute like this. No, he's had a heck of a series offensively the last two days for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it does. I mean, we, we've getting contributions kind of up and down the lineup. Chase Peterson had another, another really good night. I thought, I mean, it just, is that bats have, you know, we talk about, you know, Adam asked a question last night and it's a good question, but I, I think Jace Peterson's our offense with Jace Peterson and he's, he's just a tough at bat every time up. Um, and he came through with um, two big hits tonight in, in, a, in big spots. Anybody else? Craig, when Lowe hit that homer, could you guys see that it did deflect off the fan or did that come from inside? No, we we went to replay it. It looked funny, but I didn't see it. That you know, I not I know uh, I, I I did not see it. No. Oh, you meant I don't know if you're on the you weren't in the Minnesota calls, but you know my eyes not not good. We talked about that. All right, thanks. That was asked in Minnesota. Todd asked that. Todd had glasses in Minnesota. No, Todd. Todd asked me if I could see a, whether a ball was fair or foul down the left field line. He said I. He said he saw the replay, but asked me if I could see it. And I'm like, well, if you couldn't tell on the replay, then my my eyes definitely couldn't see it. Yes, I can relate to that, Craig Council. I I gotta say, I'm I'm with you right there, buddy. <laughs> All right. The uh, Brewers win the ball game 5-2. I do want to uh, just mention, he mentioned Hunter Strickland there, and I, I think it was a couple of years ago. He mentioned that a save in, in all uh, essence, if you will, can be when, whenever in a game. You can, can kind of save a game earlier in the game. It doesn't have to be that ninth inning, three runs or or uh, less lead in, in your typical save situation. I think Hunter Strickland, man, he was uh, he was part of that because things did kind of line up to, to balance out a little bit, and the Devin Williams question was answered for sure. Uh, he did get loose yesterday during Suter's uh, performance late, and uh, that kind of counts as an outing, if you will. And with what's going on, quote, what's going on, they just weren't going to do that. That means Craig Council's feeling it. He knows he's got a little bit of a cushion to make those types of decisions. That's interesting. Uh, we're going to hear from Lorenzo Kane. He had our play of the game as well. That's next here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-703. 3,500. This dude right here uh, speaks volumes of how uh, a tough at bat is up and down this lineup. If this is your eight hitter and he's just rocking, what does he have, five RBIs? 
Is that right? In his last two games, a couple of home runs, some stolen bases, great defense. We're talking about Lorenzo Cain, a big part of the Brewers' run right now. And you heard Craig Council uh, allude to that after the question. It must be nice to have Lorenzo Cain back doing what Lorenzo Cain does. And that's just part of what, uh, you know, deepens this lineup here. It is, uh, it is sweet to see. You know, part of this offensive success, too, is Christian Yelich. And I know we, we talk about what Willie has done and Colton Wong a career year and Omar, Steady Freddie, and Avi having a career year and uh, Urias starting to have, you know, step up and show, you know, the big-time promise that the organization uh, thought that they had when they made that trade. But, you know, Lorenzo Cain and Christian Yelich are a big part of this offensive resurgence the last couple of months, and it's kind of sweet to see. Uh, the stars are kind of lining up. It's good to see Lorenzo Cain doing that. Let's hear from the Brewers' center fielder. Lorenzo, how much of that did you see about how, how close that came and did it hit the fan and all that stuff? How much did you actually see it live? Uh, I just, I mean, I hit it and I, mean, I knew I hit it good, but never know what it's parked. Um, yeah, I thought it went over initially, but I honestly couldn't really tell. I thought it went over and I turned my head and next thing I know, um, yeah, the guy was throwing the ball back in. So, uh, yeah, I'm just glad he got it right. Lorenzo, how impressive was that job by the bullpen after Anderson had to leave so early? Yeah, I mean, like I, like I said yesterday, um, guy's been impressive, you know, all year long. Um, you know, to come in and in a tough spot, to, you know, pick up Anderson there who left with an injury. Um, he said, once again, showing up, doing their job, uh, keeping the game close. I mean, what else can I say? Those guys are outstanding out there. It's, it's definitely a lot of fun to watch. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a blast playing behind those guys for sure. No, just how scary was that moment when he gets when he gets hit? Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't really see what it hit, but uh, yeah, it's scary. I mean, getting a line drive, I've never been in that situation before, but uh, yeah, it looks scary from center field. Um, you take a line drive, you know, you just never know where it's going to hit you at, and uh, yeah, I'm. I checked on him. He seems he seems fine. So uh, yeah, I guess he's kind of day to day right now. But as of right now, you know, tough situation. But you know, he, I think he'll be ready to go next start. Low, considering you know the record the Giants have, to visit to come in and win these first three games. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said yesterday, this this is a really good team. Um, They've been playing great baseball all season long, so uh, it's always a battle. You know, we play play those guys. So, um, yeah, I think we match up really well, both teams. And, um, you know, um, like I said, we was able to come in and, and take three. And, you know, that's huge. We've won the series so far. So, uh, yeah, we got to show up tomorrow, hopefully go out there and get another W. Well, what is it about this team, Low, that – that you guys don't let stuff stop you. Like, you know, you lose your pitch tonight, you guys shrug it off and go ahead and win the game anyway. Yeah, I mean, got a mentality of, you know, next next man up. Um, we got a we got a team full of guys that's, you know, want to go up there and get it done day in and day out. And um, that's what you need. You know, we, we have a really deep bench, um, a lot of guys that can really play. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been fun to watch, you know. Um, I feel like we have a really deep lineup. and. Um, as long as we keep swinging the bat, I think we'll be just fine. 
Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. On the fan. Lorenzo, how much of that did you see about how... how They are loaded up with one out. And Kane lines one to right a base hit. Over to cut it off, Bryant. One run is in Garcia. Here comes Narvaez. He'll score. And it's two to nothing. Brewers on a Lorenzo Kane single. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. All the highlights on tonight's show, courtesy of Bally Sports Wisconsin. And I find it very interesting and haven't received. I just, I'm curious about this more than anything else. Um, about why the uh, play-by-play guys for television aren't traveling with the team, but the radio crew is. Uh, Sophia Minert is traveling with the team the rest of the season, so that's super cool. I'm just, I'm just curious about that. Have, have we received any concrete answers on that? Not yet, Timmy. And, uh, you know, we're lucky that Brian Anderson is as good as he is at his job because he makes it, you know, it. there's something missing and the call isn't the same and it's not as good as it could be if they were there live. But it's still good. But it's still good. Yeah. No, it really is quality. There's no question. And Singleton... Uh, his last game, from what I understand, on Valley Sports Wisconsin tonight, he did a, a nice job, a different feel. Yeah, it's just a different feel. It's it's sort of this really, really just pure baseball analysis. I really like Chris Singleton. I hope they include him next year as well when uh, Rock is off. All right, uh, game four of this four-game set. Brewers go after a sweep. That is if they can borrow the broom from my ex-wife. Uh, Logan Webb is on the hill, eight and three, two sixty-five. He's a tough customer too. Uh, but uh, Eric Lauer, I mean, again, uh, three sixty-one is a pretty damn good ERA. Eric Lauer, a four and five mark, three sixty-one. First pitch, two forty-five tomorrow afternoon. After the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Talking some Brewers baseball and hopefully a four-game sweep in this big four-game set. Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Dan Plucker is in, dare I say that? It is a, uh, I know that because my, when I take off, the team usually loses. (laughs) I know, (laughs) I know that. I'm going to have to knock that off if that continues. So Brewers, come on, get a win for Dan Plucker filling in. Uh, are you with him, or is that Evan? No, it'll be uh, Evan tomorrow. Okay. All right. So, still same uh, quality uh, Brewers conversation tomorrow with Dan as uh, the Brewers go after the sweep. And, again, that'll be uh, projected in that 6, 6, 15, 6, 25 range, somewhere in there. So, uh, in the meantime, uh, enjoy this victory. That's three straight over the Giants. They knock them out. Uh, inventory, 30 games over 500. Inventory, 10 and a half up in the central. Inventory, 
four-game winning streak. Inventory, three of the first four in this series. And, uh, well, the 2021 championship season is just flying and rolling along here. For Jeff Orlowski, uh, the Polish Pipe Bomb, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great morning. We will talk to you on Friday. And remember, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.